0: Welcome to the Healthy Family Project podcast, covering the hot topics in the world of health, food, and family with a dose of fun. Hi, and welcome to the Healthy Family Project podcast. I'm your host, Amanda. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome, welcome. We recently started showcasing our episodes on YouTube, so if you're watching me live or I guess not live, but if you're watching me um, in video form, hello. Um, if you're listening via audio, hello to you too. Um, but I will say we do have, this is our 87th episode. So please go back. Um, we have a lot of great topics that we've covered over the years and a lot of those are applicable Um even now, mental health, uh, how to shop on a budget, you name it. We're there for families and we've covered a lot of the hot topics in the space. So today we are talking all about well we're talking with the teacher, which is pretty cool. She's going to fill us in on what families need to know, I guess, or what teachers wish parents and families knew um, that maybe they don't. Uh, so simple things, some fun stuff. Um, and we're talking to Heather Brickle, and she is a teacher, as I mentioned, a mom, and she's also the author of mysweetsavings.com. Uh, so she has a lot of perspective to share and we are going to talk through some of those points. But before we jump in, quick note, if you don't follow us on social media, please go ahead and and give us a follow. We are on Instagram. We are on TikTok. We are on Facebook. We do have a Facebook group that's specific for our podcast. And I'm in that group. And most of our guests are in that group as well. So if you wanted to ask a question of one of the guests that we've had on our podcast, you can do that over there. Um, You can give topic ideas. Uh, just weigh in. We want to hear from you definitely get over there and jump in on that conversation. If you visit our website, healthyfamilyproject.com, we have developed, I want to say more than 600 recipes now. All of those approved by a registered dietitian and nutritious and delicious. Most of them uh, I've actually made myself at my own house. And um, if you're a listener, you know I have a a selective eater. so. Check those recipes out. You can easily search by, you know, what you're looking for, whether it be ingredient or, um, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack. We have all of those over there. So without further ado, let's jump in and talk with Heather. Welcome, Heather. I am so excited to have you with us today. We are in the back to school season. So perfect timing for our topic. Uh, if you're listening to this or watching this, um, now that we have our video broadcast at back to school time, this will be helpful. But I do think this would, our topic will be helpful for families at any time of the year. So mm-hmm. before we jump in, Heather, can you tell our listeners and viewers now a little bit about you? Sure. Thank you so much, Amanda, for having me. I appreciate it. So, I
1: um, reside in Tampa, Florida with my husband, Keith. We've been married for 23 years and we have two boys. Brady is 11 and Drew is 17. So, I feel like this coming school year is kind of a lot of firsts for us in some ways. Brady's going to middle school and then Drew is a senior in high school and he'll be going up to college. So, uh,
0: of, I know we're well, kind of emotional. in this, we're we're in uh and I have the two girls, so we're in similar similar seasons of life. <laughs> exactly. I'm excited, but I'm also a little sad. I'm not gonna lie. Yes. <laughs> I know, I know the feeling. Yeah.
1: And then I also teach part time at my youngest son's school. After the pandemic, I got the teaching itch to go back to school. So it's uh it's been awesome. Wonderful and I uh And then I blog at mysweetsavings.com. I share recipes, frugal tips and ideas. Um, I love to cook when I'm not busy teaching and chasing after the
0: boys. Um, So I'm busy, but it's a lot of fun. (laughs) It sounds like it. And I am excited. Our topic today, which you so graciously wrote a blog post for us on our website over at healthyfamilyproject.com. Um, 10 Things Teachers Wish Parents Knew During the School Year. And I love this topic. So we're going to get through... I don't know that we'll get through all 10, but we do have the blog post up there. But we can kind of jump in and start um, with, with the list and see where we land within our 30 minutes. Um, but I really am excited to hear what you have to say because I often... And especially with our first one, which is communication, where I'm like, this Is this too much? Is this too little? Am I yep. you know, like, do they not want to hear from me anymore? So let's mm-hmm. start there. Let's start with your okay. first um of the top ten things things teachers wish parents would knew during the school year. That's our title. Yeah. So yeah. jump in. Communication.
1: Okay. So to me, communication is like the number one. Vital thing between a parent and a teacher. Um, even speaking from a parent's perspective, I feel like the more that I communicate with my child's teacher, the better relationship that we have, right? And we're going into the the new school year, so I think it's vital that at the beginning of the year that you start right away having good communication, because when you have those challenging situations. Yes. I feel like <laughs> you already have a great relationship established with that parent or the parent with the teacher. Um, and so, you know, when Johnny does something that, you know, he's not supposed to do, you can go to that parent, you have that established relationship and I feel like they accept it much easier. Right. So communication is, I think it's vital between parents and teachers.
0: And would you say, well, you have 11 and 17. So was there a point where you weren't communicating as much with teachers as your older son kind of went into that new phase? Yes, um, you know, because as
1: they're becoming older, I feel like they're becoming more responsible too. So I feel like the communication kind of falls on them when they get to be older. Now you know if there's a situation, you know obviously the teacher is is going to um, get in touch with me, um, and I'll communicate with them. But it, I feel like as they get older, that responsibility is it's it falls on them
0: a lot. You know, I agree, and I've had I've had guts. I want to say slap on the wrist, but you know the oh, same. No. <laughs> um, definitely, whenever my oldest went to high school, and I. Reached out to a teacher on something and they said, We really at this point would prefer that we they address this with us Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: we can involve you. And I was like, Oh, geez, I'm being ousted. (laughs) (laughs) But it made that made a lot of sense to me. I was appreciative actually of that feedback because it I stopped and thought for a second, you know, that Mm -hmm. you know, but I will say, um, with you know, the space we're in right now with students and mental health and things like that. I would encourage parents if you do have an older student and you are, you know, seeing, maybe going through some of those things. I know I've reached out and just said, hey, if things start to seem off, you know, like could you just shoot me a, a note? And so, I've had teachers be very receptive and I know other parents who have dealt with some, you know, maybe mental health challenges. And before it gets to, you know what I mean? Like where all of a sudden you're like, oh, you're failing the class and you didn't do any of the work. Yes, that's right. And you know what? That's like, um, you know, I tell Drew too, if
1: you have a problem, you know, don't be embarrassed or whatever to go to your teacher. I feel like sometimes when kids get older, Not that they're too cool, but they are sometimes, but they just think that, oh, I'm not going to go to that teacher. You know, I'm not going to go to my parents, but how else can we help you with the problem? Right. And we're trying to prepare them for adulthood, you know, when they get out to be on their own, when they're in college, you know, they're not going to have us there (laughs) with them. Right.
0: I know. Well, they have to, yeah, they have to be an advocate for themselves. And so I've, I tell, both of my girls that, you know, if you have a question about a grade or you have a question, you look online and you say, you know what, that doesn't seem right. I, I know I turned that in. Why is it marked late? Mm-hmm. I said, don't, don't just let it go because teachers, you know, you know, this are so busy and have so many students to look after in the digital space and who knows what kind of error. There could be an error. I mean, it could be you you turned your working (laughs) page. But no, exactly. it could be some, you know, something in the system Mm -hmm. or whatever. And I know that both of them have had instances where they weren't going to say something or they weren't going to ask the question and they did. And it ended up being resolved like, oh, I forgot you did that extra credit. Or like, I didn't note that. So thank you for bringing it to my attention.
1: Yep. And you know what? As teachers, we want our students to communicate with us about those things, right? That's how we know how we can best help them, you know, with testing, with quizzes, with, you know, and now speaking from a parent's perspective, like what you were saying, I've had situations where I've gotten an online notification for one of my boys and it said, oh, you know, your son got this grade. I'm like, hey,
0: <laughs> don't you love, I, don't you I, love those? I know, <laughs> especially, exactly. <laughs> especially when they're not, they're, I don't know if I it's always incorrect, but like some, you know, technology, we talked about this. Yes. Phone and everything, you know, it's exactly. like, okay. And I had to really learn a tough lesson. Like you're saying that not to, when I get that notification, not to like have the heart attack.
1: Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> it could be an error and i have i have emailed you know my boys teachers before and there has been an instance where it was not correct and so the you know like you said you don't know unless you ask so i think that's important you know from the teacher and the parent perspective in, you know for communication
0: yeah for sure okay communication is vital now yes. let's talk about reinforcement
1: yep So reinforcement is so important. Um, You know, you want your children to continue learning those things that they're learning at at school. You want them to continue those at home, right? So any way that you can teach reinforcement to your children, whether it's, you know, you go to Target and you're owed money back or whatever, have your child, you know, double check the money if you're not using a debit card. I know nowadays everything we're using, debit cards, (laughs) we're not using cash, but have them count the money back. Um, Have them read the signs, the billboards, you know, as you're going around town. Um, And I think we'll talk about this later or it's, you know, you can read it on the blog post, but reading is, it's vital for learning. Reading is the foundation of, I feel like of all other academic success. So find reinforcement, you know, with your children, ways to get them to read. I know during the summer, your kids, they don't want to read, but take your kids to the library. My youngest son still loves to go to the library. Um, Have them check out books, you know, make them read so much per day before they can play those video games. Um, You know, so reinforcement is so important. And I think when you have your children show you those things at home that they're learning at school it shows them that you're taking interest in what they're learning
0: too right um so I
1: think that's important
0: it is and it's I have found whenever I will say well like teach me what what did you do in this class you know Uh, and and, and teach me oh you know the kids love to tell us what to do so um Exactly. My would be like, Oh, well, okay. I'm like, well, I have no idea how to do that. And then I feel like that's such a it has helped them also foundationally learn even like keep that knowledge by teaching it back to me. Yes. And and one of um I now that I'm saying that, I feel like I my oldest had an algebra teacher in middle school that suggested that have her teach because she was struggling a little bit and have so he said, have oh. her teach you this what she's doing right now and that was so helpful and yes like especially
1: in the younger grades like when they're learning multiplication facts and addition facts subtraction facts i've learned that those are key those are stepping stones to all mm -hmm. the other math that they're going to be learning so find fun ways to teach your children those math facts because those are vital Um, but reinforce those on a daily basis you know have them start saying the multiplication table from the beginning, then have them start maybe from the end, you know? Um, right. So yeah. just find fun ways to reinforce. So it doesn't really seem like it's a chore to them or a job. right? You, want to, make it fun. you yeah. want to make learning fun. So I think that's important when it comes to reinforcement.
0: And mine have had a little bit of their own money to spend this summer taking on little odd jobs. My oh. youngest is watering plants for people and, you know, babysitting, and my oldest is doing some camp counseling, but um we were just on a trip and out of state, and the sales tax is different from here, and they had questions uh, awesome. I was like wait why did why is this this price you know and so I'm like, well, look at your receipt and like what yep. they were like amazed, you know one of those <laughs> things that yes you know, it's part of life, but right like That's you don't right it's like a surprise you're an adult surprise. and now you got to pay this t- these taxes exactly <laughs> exactly
1: or you know have your kids help you in the kitchen when oh, it comes that's a great to baking. one yep using the measuring spoons and the measuring cups have them measure out that that will really help them learn those math facts too um yeah. and it's fun for them so it's all yeah. I think it's all about making learning fun that's that's so important to kids these days
0: I agree. And my youngest, um, we were on a little, a bit of a road trip, the three of us. And um, she hasn't been wanting to read very much this summer. And she, (laughs) I had one question. The girl is obsessed with Marvel. And um, I had one question because she's had me watching it with her. And it was, I don't even remember what it was. And so she said, oh, well, let me read you the history. It was like 30 minutes later. And the older one was like, when is she going to stop? And I'm like, yeah. this is great. I'm like, just let her read, please. Like she is actually reading oh, yeah. and loving it and loving sharing the information, reading it to us yeah. and she's interested in it. And so I was like, just let her go. Let let her read the whole car ride if she wants to.
1: Exactly. And I think sometimes our kids will amaze us, right? With the things that they, they come home learning at school. Um, so we need to continue that excitement. Yeah, um, you know, for, for sure. Reinforce. For like my, my oldest son, he's into like aeronautical and, you know, SpaceX, NASA, you know, that type of thing. And so, you know, he gets excited when there's a launch or whatever. So one thing that I have learned is to try to get excited, you know, with him because that's that's what he likes. My youngest son, he wants to be an airline pilot when he he gets older. So, you know, we love to go to the airport and watch planes. So I think it's important to get excited about the things that your kids are, you know, that they're interested in. And that will help reinforce those things that they're learning at school too.
0: I love that. That's a really good advice. Okay. Next up, realistic expectations. Yep. I had to learn a hard lesson on this one, but oh, I'll
1: really? let you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: I know as a parent, it's so easy
1: to take this to the extreme, right? We want our kids to have a 4.0. We want our kids to be on the principal's list. We want our kids to, you know, excel in every area. But we have to remember that there's realistic expectations that each child has. Every child is going to be different, you know, and as me as a teacher i see this in the classroom too right every kid is different every kid's learning style is going to be different the way that they take in material you know some kids they can't sit still for a minute right they have to see things before they do it we need to have realistic expectations so for example my oldest son he's like really good in math and science my younger son he's you know he's better at things like reading you know so i just need to encourage them with those things that you know that they're good in but don't don't have a real uh, a crazy expectation you know for something that they can't achieve you don't want them to be you know let down and you don't want them to see that you're you know you're putting them down because maybe they can't answer this hard math problem you know what that's who they are and we need to accept them for who they are and encourage them at what they're good at. So have realistic expectations. I think it's, it's so important that our kids see that.
0: Yeah, and you, you said something, you know, they're all different. They're all individuals. So I think as a parent, from the parent side of things, recognizing, you know, they're not you. They're their own person. So you're not creating another you. This was like my thing, where I'm like, "Well, I do that, and I like that, and I here's how I would do it," you know. And then I'm you start thinking like, "But that's me," you know. And we're totally different. And recognizing that, yes, grades are very, very important. I, mm-hmm. you need to take school seriously and give effort and all of those things. But I think just realizing that, like, that's not the whole person. Yeah. And, Letting your kids know or your students know, like there's so many gifts, you know, yep. being kind and being helpful and problem solving in a way that, you know, or t- leading a team or communicating, yep. whatever those things are, so many gifts that at the end of the day, you may score a C on your test. But, that's right. you know, there's all these other things that are beautiful and amazing and are going to bring you success in life. Just the I same. agree with you. And you know what? If you got a C and that's
1: the best that you can do, that's all I'm going to ask of you. You know what? Maybe you're not going to be an A student. That's fine. As long as you're doing your best. I think that's so important that we reinforce that to our kids. Just do your best in everything. You know, and, like you said, I, I feel like characteristic traits those are way more important than yeah. great. being kind, being helpful to the teacher, being patient with your fellow classmates. Um, I feel like those go such a long way, but just do your best, and that's what I tell my boys all the time,
0: yeah, and I also not to get off of our realistic expectations. <laughs> I just had a conversation with someone else about this, I'm like what are your skills? You know, I've been asking them like, what is your like, what's in your deck of cards that you would like, what would you play? Because, you know, even as you move into adulthood and you have a resume or that you have that section for skills or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But I always, uh, we were laughing. because I was like, well, can you do a one-handed cartwheel? Like, can you like, <laughs> you know, like little like funny things. Can you hold your breath under water for a minute? Like, what are your skills? Mm-hmm. Like when you think about... And then we went kind of more into like, how oh, are you helpful to your friends or like you the yes. you know, person that someone can bring their confide in or whatever it might be. So we talked through what those skills were. Cause I was not again, not trying to get away from like grades, but yeah. saying like this is not this doesn't define you, you know, as a person.
1: No, not at all. Um, but characteristics I think in a lot of ways that'll get you so much farther, right? Than maybe a good grade or whatever. People see if you're kind and you're helpful. And, um, but like you said, every person, they have their own skills that they're good at. Yep. And we just need to encourage them to to do what they're good at. And um, I think that, that that's a realistic expectation.
0: And I think when you have the realistic expectations, you'll see things That's right. Because you won't have that weight and that stress and that like burden of like, I'm going to disappoint someone. You Just go into it like, here I am. And this is like, I'm going to do my thing. And you don't have that, like, I mean, I guess a little amount of pressure is probably healthy, but, um, you know, you don't have that extra stress. You might even gain some confidence by knowing, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, I think, you know, when we... Um, have realistic expectations for our, our, our kids that, you know what, that makes them strive to want to do even better. I think, right. you know, if we are complimenting them and praising them on those things that they're good at, you know, and even those things that they're not good at, I always try to take a negative and turn around with a positive, right? Um, then that's gonna, you know, they're gonna be like, oh, you mm-hmm. know what? She sees this good in me. And so that's going to want to make them strive to do right.
0: better. So, yeah. So, good stuff. All right. Realistic expectations. Next up, we have independence. And for those parents who might be wow. control freaks, and I'm not going to say any names, <laughs> but
1: <laughs> I am a little bit of a control freak too. I'm like, even though I'm a teacher, I'm also a control freak. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I try. Back to the, the homework thing. So this is where, you know, we have to let their independence start to come into play, especially like with my youngest, he's going into middle school this year. And even last year in fifth grade, like, you know, we were talking about getting those messages about the, the assignments. And I'm like, Brady, you know, your teacher is trying to prepare you now because next year when you're in middle school, you really, the responsibility level is gonna have to be taken up a notch. And so I don't know if he quite gets that yet. And so that's what my husband and I are trying to enforce in him that, you know, uh you're gonna be a much more independent person in middle school. And, you know, they're getting computers to do their work on. I know. So it's like I can't really, you know, see as much of the it's work that you're doing. Right. So it's gonna be on you. So um, I think teaching your kids independence, it's very important. And then, you know, when they get into high school, as we were talking about earlier, um, the responsibility thing, right? They're much more independent when they're in high school. They're pretty much handling everything. You know, I can still go on and I do, you know, I look at the grades. And um, but independence is so important because they're going to be going off and, you know, to the world soon and they're going to be having jobs and in college. And so by promoting independence, I think that's really going to help them to go far.
0: Yeah. And I think that, and my husband will tell me this, but this was a hard, and see, this is like a therapy session for me, but I, an, another hard thing that I had to learn was it's really hard to watch your kids fail at anything when it could have been something that you may have been able to step in and not (laughs) have that happen. But he would tell me, they have to know what it feels like to fail or make that mistake or they have to know what that feels like in order to know not to want to feel that way. But when they're constantly like a safety net coming underneath them so that they don't have to face those, you know, they don't have to be independent in that way, then it's going to be a recipe for disaster because life isn't that way, right? Like we don't have, I don't wake up and have a safety net. I No,
1: I know. And you know what? Unfortunately, life is full of failures and hard times. And, you know, I feel like, Like you said, things are going to happen and by teaching them independence when these things come, it's preparing them for, you know, down the road. Um, And sometimes it's not always the outcome that we want to see with them. You know, maybe they failed a test or they got in trouble at school, but I think as they get older, especially, you know, we need to teach them how to handle those problems on their own because we're not like you said the safety net we're not always going to be there so it's it's so
0: important it's hard though (laughs) so from a teacher perspective with independence Mm -hmm. how would you I guess advise a parent from your side like you wish that they maybe is it just you wish that they knew that they could they that independence was more important maybe I guess just yeah, really think how you
1: Yeah, no, I think that's important. Um and you know, a lot of parents still like they want to do the work for their kids. Yeah. And that's not teaching them to be, you know, a good adult, right? You have to teach them to do their own homework. Like with my son, he knows as soon as we get home from school, he's going to do his homework first before he does anything. And I would encourage you know, as, as a teacher, um, I guess this is my viewpoint as a teacher, but encourage parents to, you know, have their students do their work first thing. That way, you know, they get it done, they get it out of the way, then they can enjoy the rest of the evening. But they need to become independent. Mom and dad shouldn't be doing their work for them. As teachers, we can tell when parents do their (laughs) children's work. They need to be independent. They need to do it on their own so they can be good adults, you know, later down the road.
0: Yeah. Well, and the other thing, someone once told me if, and I guess because they have computers, this doesn't happen as much anymore, but if your kid calls you from school that they forgot their homework... That yes. you don't, maybe you take, do it once and mm-hmm. let them know, like, if this happens again, you know, I'm sorry, yep. but you're going to have to. And then, and I had, I did it, even though it was super painful. And I don't think she ever forgot her homework again after that, you know, like, yes. or someone, a neighbor of mine was like a band instrument or something. And she could have taken it over, you know, to no. the school, and she didn't. And she was like, this is killing me that i could take this and i'm not yes. um and she was like but i know he'll never forget it again cuz he has that's to sit right. there now without it
1: that's right and the same thing has happened you know to my boys too they've forgotten a book or their planner or whatever and they got deducted for it and i'm like um oh, i'm like you know what you have to be yeah. responsible before we leave in the morning for school that needs to be the first thing that you need to do is to check and make sure you have everything you need in your backpack, right? That way you're not going to forget anything. Um, and once again, going back, you know, every child is different in the way that they learn. So you may have to reinforce independence, right. you know, in some different ways. So I know,
0: yeah, and I know, like I said, I kind of I wanted to be that safety net for yeah. my girls. And oh, I we had, all want to be. <laughs> and I had to, it was super hard to break that, um, you know, and then even when sometimes when they still like want me to, you know, maybe do a little more than I I yes. should be doing. I'm like, I no, I'm not the one taking algebra right now. Like, <laughs> why would I? You know, exactly. I already paid my dues. I Believe yeah, me, exactly. I do not want to take algebra again. I promise. <laughs> I know. When it comes to math, that's not really no. my oh, brain, so. No, me either. So, okay, <laughs> oh. let's see. I think we have, maybe have time for one more here. So okay. let's look at support. Okay. Yeah. So teachers need support right now, right? Oh, man, this is <laughs> a good
1: one. Let me tell you. Um, happy parents make happy teachers. And if, if you're happy as a parent, I'm happy as a teacher. And one of the ways that we do that is by supporting our teachers, right? Let them know that you're supporting their, you know, everything that they're doing with your child. You may not agree with, with it, but if your teacher knows that you're supporting them, let me tell you, that means more than you know, a gift card at teacher appreciation. If you support your child's teacher, send them a note during the school year and just let them know what a great job they're doing. Um, it goes such a long way when you um, have support for your child's teacher. Um, I think when times do get tough, and maybe there's a situation with that child as long as you have the support of that parent, I think that that goes a long, long way. Um, And to me, support is huge. So
0: let your... your... I always, as a parent, I always try to use the language of, you know, especially in corresponding with emails, like, Mm -hmm. how can I, like, what can I be doing at home to better this? situation or whatever it might be. It's not necessarily that. And I always close out my emails with thank you for all you do. Yep. Or like and it's it truly is. It's not just me being, you know, cliche and saying thank you for all you do or like have the have a wonderful day. It's not the just typical it truly is. I want the teachers to know that like you and from kids of from my time my kids went into kindergarten till now I have a senior, you know you have, you know, you're shaping the future of of our society, you know, and it's a big job. And you have, like we talked about earlier, all these different kids and all these different personalities. And even just the fact that you're taking this time to talk Mm -hmm. to me about my individual student, you know, means so much to me.
1: And I think it's important too, that, you know what, as parents don't talk bad about your child's teacher in front of them. Oh, no. You know, no. may not agree with what they do. And, but if you talk bad about your child's teacher in front of them, they have that mindset. Yep. They're going to school with that mindset. Oh, well, my mom isn't behind my teacher. So why do I need to be behind mm-hmm. my teacher, right? So like I said before, always take a negative and, Put it back with a positive. You know, if your child says something about your teacher, you know, you need to go back and say, you know what, your teacher, they're giving their time to teach you. And, you know, we're not going to talk bad about them. Your teacher is, they're helping you to be the person that you're going to become, you know, in life. Um, But I would say that's a big thing with me. Don't talk bad about your child's teacher in front of them because it just really does put that mindset with them, I feel like.
0: Yeah. Um, so I think it's real important. And that um, goes back to the what we talked about earlier about the um, confidence building and that positivity and things like that. Like if you're set up in that negative space and going into a classroom, you know, as an elementary student for a full day and you're going in in that negative space yeah. and you're going to constantly be shifting to that, Negativity and that'll reflect through in all that you produce or the, everything you do that year. You know, that's right. That's that's
1: spot on. It's so true. But support support your child's teacher. They need it. Listen, teachers really their job is more than nine to five. You know, oh, I know. Teachers work all, basically seven days a week. You know, even through the night when I was teaching full time. You know, I remember lesson plans and working all weekend and I don't think a lot of people realize that when it comes to teaching um so give the teachers the support that they need and like I said just drop them a note and let them know how much you appreciate them it's worth more than a thousand bucks I promise you
0: (laughs) well and I I'll even have the girls and I know again with the digital age it's like so painful to write handwrite something but I'm like please you know I've had them say well that teacher really helped like I really enjoyed learning about this and here's why you know and there's been several of those over the years and I have had them write just a little note card that says you know exactly what they shared with me because I'm like I feel like this would be like that bright spot it knowing that you know what the impact that they're making, you know, that you, and I try to mention that to teachers too, when I interact, like, I will give an example of like, oh, she mentioned, you guys learned about blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And she really enjoyed the way that that was shared with the class and came home and actually had me watch that video about this, yeah. whatever war you were. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <exactly. laughs> but I'm like, yeah, so I learned something too, but and I think, yep. I think it's all interconnected, the support and the communication and mm-hmm. you know, like you said, being up front at the beginning right now when we're recording this, we'll be heading into the school year even an introduction email.
1: Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, that that's a great idea just to tell them, "Hey, I'm here for you. I'm yeah. here to support you." You know, um maybe you could even tell your child's teacher up front, you know, this is something that my son or my daughter struggles with. Can you help me keep an eye on that? Yes, kind of like that's, when it comes
0: yep. to I have used that opportunity at the beginning of the year just to say, hey, if you see something, let me know. You exactly. know, because I, I, I don't, and especially as they get older, like we said, it tends to be more communication when they're younger. We yep. do have to give them that independence, but you also don't want to get into a situation where it's re- things are really bad. And yes. then you're like, okay, how did how did this happen? Like, how did we get from exactly. here to here? Whereas yeah. if we could have like talked about it when we're here, then mm-hmm. we might've been able to. <laughs> oh yeah. And that way, you know, if your
1: teacher knows to look for that thing at the beginning of the year, then they can help that child with that area or be on the lookout and inform you right away when they see that something is off, right? Yeah. Uh, but that's that's so important. But I think that's that's a great idea is to is to send um, an email at the beginning of the year.
0: And I think even things like, you know, my student, like, encourage them to ask, but like they do better sitting in the front of the class or, you know, yeah. things like that. Those little tips for teachers, because I, as a parent, I'm like thinking, OK, I know my kid like Ooh. I know them inside and out. And I can say up front, hey, they probably are going to lose focus (laughs) if they're sitting back there in the corner by the window with all their friends around them. Like they need to be, you know. And so if you know those things, I think I've always shared that with teachers. I don't know, as a teacher standpoint, if you think that's helpful to know those like little things like, hey, they have a tendency to want to go to the bathroom all the time. Mm -hmm. They have yep. some anxiety or whatever. And so while they that's should right. be allowed to use the bathroom, it's, you know, just so you know, it's yeah. Like, Even
1: I find sometimes if things are, if there's situations going on at home, you know, maybe yes. it's sad or emotional situations with other family members or just death, you know, things like that. If I know that that's going on as a teacher, that's going to help me because. I, I notice a lot of times with kids, if things are going on at home, yeah. that really affects their attitude. Of course,
0: yeah, and how
1: they act. So
0: it's I think it's vital as a teacher to know those things. Um, but yeah, good. Now, I think that's a good place for us to close out because I feel okay. like we went over a lot and oh, okay, yeah, that it all interconnected. So beautifully. I feel I I don't even know how many we got through, maybe 5 or 6, but we do have uh, yeah. 10 on the website on the blog post. So if you yeah. want to head over there to healthyfamilyproject.com, we have a ton of back to school content, a ton of back to school um lunchbox ideas or after school snacks because I know, you know, we've all been uh, kind of enjoying these summer months and then it's going to be like you know, every night I'm enjoying this, not having somewhere to run every single night. But um, yeah, check those out. And then do you have anything? Where can people find you?
1: Yes. Yeah, so you can find me at mysweetsavings.com. Okay. And I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Threads, the new threads. Oh joy! <laughs>
0: uh,
1: I know. <laughs> so you can find me on all social media at my sweet savings. So I share recipes, frugal ideas, beauty, healthy
0: tips, things like that. Um, so yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome. And then Heather has contributed to our blog uh, recently, so you can find that post there. And then we also are on all of the the things you can find healthy family project on facebook youtube pinterest twitter instagram and i think we're on threads and tiktok we also do tiktok so okay if you you look for us um you will find us and i think heather gonna have to come back and do another podcast here in the fall. all right
1: yeah that'd be great maybe we can talk about college stuff
0: yeah, I need some help <laughs> in that, in that area, but not for me. I, 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 I feel like <laughs>
1: we're done with that,
0: right? <laughs> we're yeah. passing the torch. <laughs> passing the torch. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me and um, yeah, let's um, reconnect here again. Okay. Thank you, Amanda. I appreciate it. Thank you. Be sure to subscribe. Talk soon.